Welcome to Skills for Life, a podcast about high-demand jobs that are shaping future opportunities. This show is brought to you by the North Shore Schools Foundation. I'm Kira Dorian, your host and a North Shore mom. Let's get started. Today on the show, I am speaking with David Earp. He is the owner of Village Transmission and Auto Clinic. David, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here, Kira. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit about what you do? What does your day look like? What's your job? Well, in a nutshell, we fix cars. We work on all makes and models. Uh, we specialize in uh, transmissions and drivetrain, but all phases of repair uh, with the exception of tires. Wow. And you own the shop, right? That's correct. And so did you take it over? Because I know it's been around, you said, since like 1964. Yeah, so my dad started the business back in 1964, and and for years we were just a you know mom and pop shop operation. We've grown and evolved over the years. You know, my dad has since passed on and uh, handed me the torch. Wow! So did you grow up tinkering with cars and learning how to do all of this? I did. Yeah, and it was um, you know I went to Bothell High School. I was in the North Shore School District, and um, right out of high school, I went to work for my dad and just started working in the lube pit, changing oil, and worked my way up to an ASC master technician, and then a service advisor made me general manager, and then eventually just took over the the family business. Wow, that's really cool. I have such admiration for mechanics as someone who is really incapable of, of taking care of my own car. <laughs> I am so grateful that you're out there and that you exist. So I'm curious, you kind of came into it from the mechanic side and now you're running the business. Did you have to sort of shift skills significantly as you moved into owning a business versus working at the business? Tell me about that. Well, so I mean, you could be the best technician in the world, but if you don't know how to run a company, how su- you don't even know how successful you, you are or could be. So one of the transitionary periods that I went through was joining a 20 group. I was, uh, back in 2006, I joined a group called the Bottom Line Impact Group and other shop owners like myself, we would go and visit other shops and look at their books and and sort of try to improve each other's shops. And that's one of the things I was in that group for probably about seven years. I'm no longer with them. I don't need them anymore. But that really helped me grow from an automotive technician to a business owner, which wow. is two completely different things. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So let's talk about you know the mechanic industry and caring for cars and taking care of them. I- I'm curious what kind of skills you see being a benefit to this industry? What kind of students are going to really thrive doing this work? And also, I'm curious to talk about how you see this industry transforming. I ask all my guests about, you know, what's it going to look like in five to 10 years when our kids are kind of coming into the workplace? Mm-hmm. But I would imagine that with electric vehicles, and now we might even have vehicles where people don't drive them, that that must be something that as an industry, you have to be on top of and ahead of. Can we talk about both of those? things? Of course. So the first part of the question is, you know, what is the ideal candidate for the position? And I hire based off of personality, attitude, punctuality. I mean, those things are absolutely critical uh, as a foundation, as a technician, because we rely on them. We schedule, you know, a, a week to two weeks out sometimes. And if that technician's late, everything else just goes astray. So um, it's really critical for them to be punctual, show up on time, have a great attitude and personality. Once we have that foundation, 
you know, we can train them to be good technicians. And we do that by hands-on training, of course, but then there's other avenues um, that we'll, we pay for their training. We have constant training uh, ongoing with our technicians to make them the best they can be as far as fixing cars is concerned. Wow, that's really cool. So someone could kind of walk out of high school and just step right into getting the training that they need to be successful as a mechanic. Fantastic. And do they need GED, high school diploma? Is is it preferred? Does it matter? Preferred. You know, of course, if, if they if they couldn't finish high school, you know, I have a hard time thinking that they can work for me. I I I I wouldn't it, I wouldn't let it stop me from hiring them, but it's definitely preferred. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. So then tell me a little bit about the industry. How is that changing? What are you seeing? What do you think it's going to mean as people are coming in to the training process? Is it changing the way you're training people? It is. And, you know, I still think we're in the infancy. Right now, I read a statistic that it's only, what, 7%, and that might be high, uh, is actually EV vehicles at this point. So, but I do see more and more hybrids, electrics uh, coming down the pipe, and, and therefore we do need to get our staff and technicians ready for this new technology. Uh, we're going to see more telematic type systems, which means the manufacturers have the ability to log in remotely, uh, diagnose and repair vehicles, meaning not as much dirty work as they don't need oil changes either. So. It's going to be more on the techie side. And, and I think the kids of today do have an advantage that way because, you know, they grew up with tablets in their hands and, mm-hmm. and they get that sort of thing. So I think it's going to uh, be to their benefit uh, here in the future as technology quantifies, you know, they'll be able to adapt to this changing trend. Wow. Well, that's good to know that they just have a leg up just by being the generation that they are. (laughs) That's a great thing. Mm -hmm. So what are some things if students are thinking, you know, I've really, I've been maybe tinkering with my own car. I've been working with my dad or my mom on my car and they're interested in this field. Are there things they can be doing now besides it sounds like finishing high school is an important part, things they can be doing now to set themselves up for success in this industry? Yeah. You know, I, I have a young son of my own, he's 16 years old and, you know, I teach him, Hey, listen, you can always learn something. You can always be learning. And, you know, whether it's YouTube, which is a great resource. I mean, there's probably some, maybe not such good advice on there, but there, if you dig deep enough, there's lots of good resources, shortcuts to repairs and things like that on YouTube uh, that you can utilize. But I think the biggest thing that I would suggest is you know, get out there and get a job. We're hiring. Every shop owner I know is desperate for automotive technicians. And and we've come to the conclusion that we will groom them and train them and bring them up through the ranks. So my advice would be to go out there and get a job. Go, go, go to work for Les Schwab. Go to work for uh, Discount Tire, Jiffy Lube, any one of those. Get your foot in the door. Get under the hood start working on cars and finding out what they're all about. Because once you do that, the training will come with it. The employers are willing to train their employees to make them better at what they do. Mm. So can you hire at 16? No, 18. 18. Okay. So as soon as they turn 18, they should be looking at just getting, getting in, starting that process. And until they're 18, looking at YouTube, tinkering, starting to learn some of the craft so that they're better prepared for when they are ready to go get that job. 
Sure. Yeah. Get out there and, and tear the old lawnmower apart and find out what it's all about. Right. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. That's really great. I'm curious. It sounds like entry level, you come in, you're learning the trade, you're getting the training, you know, very hands on. What does a career path look like for someone who maybe doesn't have a family business? How does that look if they're wanting to work their way up the ranks? What would that look like? So a perfect example, uh, one of my technicians now, Logan, he came to me as a lube tech from Jiffy Lube and uh, started him out uh, as my lube tech. And then, you know, he he progressed. I started giving him more and more responsibilities, bigger jobs, more training. And, you know, now he's moved up and he's he's got a significant wage increase and, and he is a general service technician. And that is his job description. We're continually training with him. He I'm going to lean him more towards the EV side. There's every technician plays a different role. I have a transmission specialist. I've got a diesel specialist. I have two general service technicians. Um, I think I'm going to mold them into where I want them to be so they can be the piece to the puzzle that we need. And so like we talked about, EVs are are coming down. They're going to be here before we know it. You know, I'm going to move him into being my electric vehicle guy. So there's lots of opportunity then to become a specialist within this industry itself. Absolutely. That's so cool. I love that. I'm curious what you love about your job. I, I like the the team atmosphere. The fact that we, we all have one vision, one goal, you know, and that is to provide the best customer service to our customers as possible. We're not only a good team, we're, we're like family. That's probably the best part about this job that I can say is, you know, it's a family team atmosphere. Mm, I love hearing that. Final question for you. I'm curious if you had advice for your 18-year-old self, what you would say? Wow, that's a tough question. (laughs) Well, I would say, you know, learn as much as you can while you can, while you're young. You know, your brain is still like a sponge and, and, and you can learn at a rapid pace. Obviously, stay away from drugs and alcohol. Uh, they, there's nothing that will ruin your career quicker than that. And, uh, you know, be punctual. Like I said, have a great attitude and great personality. And you'll, it'll carry you a long ways. Mm, solid advice. I love it. David, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us a peek into this industry and what, you know, a successful career path would look like and what our students can be doing right now to get going if they're interested. I, I so appreciate your time and your expertise. It was my pleasure. We hope you'll join us again and remember to hit subscribe to be notified about upcoming episodes. Join the conversation on our Facebook page, Build Skills for Life. That's Build Skills, the number four, and then the word life. Are you interested in advertising as a sponsor for this podcast? Contact us at podcast at nsdfoundation.org. To learn more about the North Shore Schools Foundation, visit us at northshoreschoolsfoundation.org. Thanks for listening.